All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I am Larry Monkey. You can find me on Twitter at FFLarryMonkey. Be sure to follow my partner, Mr. Run DFF, on Twitter, but we all know him as Justin Rogers. What's up, dude? What's up? What's up? Yeah. It's been a crazy Monday for me, so I'm, I'm all in, ready to roll. There is. Yeah. You, why, why was it so crazy? I mean, I was out here in the woods at like 530 in the morning, shooting a couple deer later. <laughs> I had to skin them. I, I, had two deer hanging, I had two deer hanging in my front yard and my wife was like, uh, can you at least take the legs down once you're done? Skin, <laughs> were you skinning them like in the front yard? Well, you know, I got six acres, so it's like oh, kind so of in no, the front yard. No one was watching you skin them. You got them hanging from a tree. What do you got? Like your skinning clothes on? What are you? What are you wearing when you're doing this? A pair of jeans and a t-shirt. And then when oh, it got right. hot, because it did get hot today, a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. You yeah. don't wear like a hockey mask and uh, you know chainsaw or anything. What the hell do you? Well, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. <laughs> it's not that. It's not. It's not quite like that. Dude, I don't, I don't fucking skin deer, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that's all about. It's not, like, it's not like blood is spraying everywhere. It's not <laughs> anything like that. You're just literally re- like peeling the skin off of the animal, then cutting the meat off the bone. That's it. It's simple. So, so you you murdered a couple of deer. I happened to see some pictures of deer, yeah. and they were. I mean, I was like, they looked like they were babies, man. They looked the, like two little young baby deer that you just slaughtered. <laughs> One of them was a little small, but it's last oh. day of the season, and we and I was hunting for meat. The other one was a real big doe. So I didn't but see so, any antlers in the picture or nothing, man. No, no antlers, no antlers. Look, sure today cool. was today was a day of reckoning. If it walked out there in front of me, it was it was headed to the uh, to the gambrel. So it's the last day of hunt season. So you're like, all right, I'll just I'll, I'm just gonna kill whatever whatever deer I see. I'm gonna you gotta fill the freezer. That's what it is. That's what it uh, is. Does it taste different when it's a, a baby deer that you murdered? No, it all tastes good, man. It all <laughs> tastes good. You, you put them on the roof of the car. You put them on the, the like. What do you? What do you put them in the front seat with you? <laughs> I put them in the bed of the truck. So there's that, you know. <laughs> Were their heads hanging out like people could see? No, nah, no, nah, they just I closed the tailgate and nobody even knew. The only people that knew were the. When I walked into the gas station, I had blood on my pants and I, I bought three bags of ice. That's oh like a telltale God. sign, especially where I was. Like, that dude's got something in the back of his truck. He's got to keep cold. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> He's got a body back there. Yeah. You could have a body back there. I mean, well, you should have set up a couple of lawn chairs and, like, sat him up in the, the bed of the truck, like, <laughs> you know, playing a de- playing around of cards or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that would work, you know. I, the, as little attention as I possibly can get from game wardens and police, not because I did anything from illegal, but because it just would take time like stopping and being like, sir, can you, can you show me your license? Can you show me your, your uh, reporting? Cause you have to report your deer here on the little app. Like, no, I don't need all that. So oh my God, man. just tuck them back there and then pull up to the house and drag them out to the tree and string them up. Okay. So this wasn't like a petting zoo type of thing. Uh, actually, my, my daughter did come out and pet the deer. Yeah, the dead she's one. three years old. She's three years old. She's like, we like deer. Deer are yummy. Right? Yeah, sausage and tenderloin. That's all. You know, I'm good to go. A little salchicha, huh? That's impressive, man. 
Look, we're I, I from had... two different worlds. We're, we are we are from two different worlds completely. I get that. No, no, no. There's a lot of hunting that goes on around here. There is. There is. In Jersey. Jersey actually has a lot of good, uh, some decent hunting up there. Yeah, I got a lot but, of friends that. But uh, you and I are from two different worlds. That's right. I do not hunt deer. I don't. Um, I shoot. I shoot two things, man: loads and hoops. That's it. That's all I'm shooting. Yeah, been shooting a lot. Ever shoot? That's all I ever shoot, baby. Hoops and loads. Oh boy, Zach <laughs> behind you is uh, real happy to hear that. Hey, <laughs> you know, that's my. I don't think, he, play, I don't think he plays basketball. So <laughs> I, I bet he's good at basketball. Did this weekend of football? turn out the way you expected i really thought the chiefs were gonna we're gonna run the the Bengals out of the house i just thought they were gonna just kill them and it started that way i figured that as well and then i don't know second half it's like cinderella the slippers came off and they may have been a little intimidated by joe shiesty <laughs> joe right? what the he's qb1 now right hey QB one career QB one baby yeah he's he's ahead of Mahomes and Josh Allen and I think that's where it's headed right now you know where so, he lands in the DLF ADP uh I don't but let me take a guess QB four where's Joe Burrow gonna be he's going to be QB six obviously Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen let me guess okay you got Herbert yeah and Kyler and Lamar no that that's the thing there's like one kind of like, wow, okay. Yeah, I see, you know, Dak Prescott. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah, you just forgot I personally about would take Dak. I'd take Lamar. I would take Herbert easily, Kyler easily. I'm not taking Dak, and I don't think I'm taking Lamar over Burrow. Over Mr. 18 points a game, Burrow. If we're if I'm going back in time and playing the season we just played, but he's going to have another season under his belt, another season of health under his belt, another season with his – Money receivers. Okay, but he well, chemistry. He improved, he improved a whopping 0. 0.4. Uh, this is what I'll tell you, and I, I this is my stipulation. I take the I take weeks 15 and 16 as a complete aberration. I don't count them when I'm looking at his statistics in a whole. Before that, he averaged like 18.2 something points a game. And in the playoffs, he's averaged like 17 points a game or something. It hasn't been anything. So what what it tells me is that those two games were outliers, and I don't want to count them. If this is a bell curve, they would be off the curve. Like we wouldn't even be looking at them; they'd be outlier results. He improved a whopping point four points a game from his rookie year to to this year, outside of those two games. I mean, just there's just nothing to him. He's he's a great NFL quarterback, but he's oh. not a fantasy stud yet, and I just don't want to bank on fancy on him becoming a fantasy stud. Well, they're going to keep improving that team, and they're if they don't go offensive line with their from that their oh first pick, like, their first pick or their first their whole draft, yeah, their, their whole draft, draft, their first pick in the whole draft is that has to go offensive line, and that's an their improvement. First pick, their second pick, their third pick, their fourth pick. Holy cow! Yeah, what's the uh, what's the difference between deer nuts and beer nuts? Oh shit! I don't know. Beer nuts are always over a dollar. Deer nuts are always under a buck. Uh-huh. I knew where the one was going as soon as you said over a dollar. Larry's over here Googling deer jokes. This could be an interesting show, fellas, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah.
Yeah, I'm taking a burrow, baby. I'm riding that wave. I'm riding the, the getting sucked into the recency bias. I'm digging it, man. Since right into the recency bias. They're gonna lose to the Rams, and then they're gonna be coming back strong. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on now. You know about uh teams that lose in the Super Bowl, right? They don't do so hot, you know, historically. Really? Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, I mean, it's all it's pretty much been the same teams over and over again. It's just nice to see a nice brand new team. Brand new two teams, really. I mean, both the uh, and the Rams have always been around, you know, Kurt Warner and stuff like that. Dude, Kurt Warner was 20 years ago. That was 1999 when they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, man. That was 22 years ago that they won the Super Bowl, man. Well, Bill, where you been? Shit. Well, old enough to to remember when the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. Ooh, I don't. I, lo- I love all the, like, 36-year-olds. They're like, oh, man, we're back in the Super Bowl. I'm like, wait, you don't remember the Super Bowl when you were three years old? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. That's like uh, anybody who claims championships from like for their team from the time when they were, you know, two, three years old. Or it's like you didn't you didn't get to root or cheer for those championships. They don't count. That's that was the first. That was the first Jonathan Taylor to make his name for himself in the NFL. John Taylor. John, right? For, uh, yeah, it's been a minute. Then. Thirty-three years, right? I think that's right. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Would have been Shit. seven years. Seven years old watching that game, and I wasn't. We got to get back into guest mode, man. I'm psyched. I'm psyched to start yeah, learning. Year, from, man. Uh, uh, you know, we were talking before, and you said you're excited to talk about these rookies. I am, too. Uh, I mean, as always, you always know the top-heavy part of the, the rookie class that comes in. And then by bringing on all of these um, analysts, these Debbie guys, and rookie fever. Oh, know. yeah. Yeah, it's about to get spicy <laughs> up in here. So yeah, I, I want to definitely want to know about the like you said the second and, and third round. Well, it's picked. like the late first through the middle of the second is kind of be it's it's interesting to me this year. I'm really curious to see how it plays out. Um, yeah. I think we have an idea. I don't think we have any like real stud standouts, but I think we have an idea of like, the top of the draft. You know, we got a couple quarterbacks and Pickett and Corral. You got Traylon Burks and uh, Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller. Uh, maybe Kenneth Walker is in there. Um, Drake London. You got Drake London and Jameson Williams, and you know that. Then you start getting into what's going to happen after that. You know, where are all these receivers going to get lumped in? What's the pre-draft evaluation? What's the what's the landing spots? It's going to be exciting. I, this is one of those where it's a lot of ambiguity. What do you call a deer with no eyes? I don't know, Larry. No idea. No idea. What do you call what do you call a deer with no eyes made out of metal? I don't know. Steel no idea. No oh, geez. <laughs> Wait, what do you call a deer with no legs, no tail, and no torso? No legs, no tail, and no torso? Yeah, what do you call a deer with no legs, no tail, and no torso? I don't know. A hat rack. Nice. All right. <laughs> Save some jokes for later in the show. You can run, run through all of them right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Looking forward to right, well, getting some well, Debbie guys on the show uh, in the coming weeks and, and learning. That'll be about fun. Let's guys. talk about some of the stuff that's happened recently and, and kind of wrapping up some of the movement that we've had over the last few weeks. Well, let's talk about 
the coaching carousel. Let's start. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, man. There's some coaches now. And they, they happened right after our 100th episode with the Trades HQ guys, which was awesome. That was great, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. We're like three weeks into this shit, and we have four coach, coaching jobs filled. There's still five openings right now. I mean, you think Jacksonville is sitting on um, – well, I mean, I guess they could hire enemy now. That would be yeah, a nice flashy hire for them. I do believe that's one of the uh, dominoes to fall. You know, there was the Brian Dayball domino, and then uh, I think that B enemy is going to get a job this year. So I, I truly believe that. Dolphins, Jaguars, Saints, Texans, Vikings. The Saints are the only one that have an excuse because their head coach just quit last week. <laughs> so you know, he just he just pulled the old. Uh, I ran this uh, dynasty squad into the ground. I'm leaving as an orphan now. Yes, yes, exactly like that. Let's see if he picks up a, a you know a startup somewhere. You're in Saints country, so has it how what what have been the um, oh, what's the fallout? They're, they're losing like... their shit. They're losing huh? their shit. And I don't blame them. Like they they the, it's clearly the end of an era. Breeze is gone now. Peyton's gone. There's nothing left for the, that team. Is in shambles right now. Yeah, they were kind of broken this past year. You know? Yeah, all right. They were like, what they were doing was they were piecing it together and just trying to survive in a salary cap situation that wasn't going to let them do much. And then it's just worse this year. Oh, it's going to be nice to watch the vultures pick apart the carcass of the Saints. Wonder where all those players are going to go. Where are they going to sell them? Who are they going to sell oh, them no, to? And- I, th- I think, like, I think that Michael Thomas is probably a. A post June, he's going to be designated as a post June one cut, which is not, you know, it's good for this year because they need to clear space, but it's going to be just kicking the can down the road a little bit more. Yeah. I'm trying to get my uh, rid of my Troutman chairs. I'm just, I just think the Saints are just a dumpster fire waiting to happen. Dude, Troutman might be the only one left after all this shit is over. Jeez. Oh, it's been, um, yeah. I mean, Tamara. What are the Dolphins doing? We haven't heard anything from them. I keep forgetting that they don't have a coach. Right. And I forgot that they have Waddle. I've been trying to get some, I've been trying to acquire some high priced receivers in a couple of leagues. And I keep forgetting Waddle is out there, but he's still like fresh, wet behind the ears. No one's going to want to part with you him. You know who you should go buy? You should go get you some Deontay Johnson because there's some real disrespect out there for DJ. Real disrespect. Yes. I Ooh. saw that. Um, banter going on today. Yeah. What was um? I, mean, I only have one. I only have one eye on that that stuff. I'm just uh, I'm all over the place. So what was what was going on? It was Deontay versus who? It was Stephon Diggs, yes. and uh, it was Stephon Diggs and a third for Deontay. Is how the trade went down. Which to me, just I don't care about the third. You know, Diggs like, and a third for Deontay. Yep. Yeah, I don't care about the third. I I love the age reset. Getting the three years back on, on Stefan Diggs going to Deontay Johnson, I, I would take that all day. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, you have the entire offensive coaching staff leaving. You talking about in Buffalo? Yes. Yeah. See, but that doesn't scare me. I, I don't worry about that. I, I think Diggs is going to be fine. Like I don't. But what I what I do wonder is, are people expecting twenty twenty Diggs to come back? The yeah, well, 127 catches and 1500 yards. If they're also, expecting that, they're, yeah. they're probably they're probably a little bit unreasonable in their expectations. You know, he's got a couple thousand yard seasons. He had 1200 this year, but 
I think he had his career year last year, which is great. You know, 1,500 yards, it's a monster season. I think he is what he is now, which is that 1,200 yards, eight, nine, 10 touchdowns guy, you know, 100 catches, yeah. which is exactly what Deontay is, except Deontay is three years younger. So why not just take him? Yeah, Deontay's a great buy because he's doesn't have the quarterback, which will, which brings his value down. So people talk about Mason Rudolph, you know, that's like worst case scenario who, you know, that's the, that's the, the floor and they're going to have to throw the ball anyway, cause they're going to be terrible. But, but the ceiling right now in on, you know, the last day of January is you got your Aaron Rodgers, you have Russ Wilson. Russell I mean, Wilson. They're, they're, they're team ready to win. Jimmy, Jimmy G, you know, I think he's mm. available. Uh, Matt Ryan could be available. Jameis Winston is going to be available, I believe. Yeah, there's some functionable quarterbacks. There's, you know, like your Jameis Winston or somebody like that. You know, guys that you, could, you might be able to plug in for two years while you kind of just yeah. ride the wave of your ready-made. If I get, you know, even with Mason Rudolph, Deontay Johnson had 13 targets in that game. 13 in a 16-16 tie. It's not like they were down a bunch. And a mosquito flying around him. Uh, oh, my God, a mosquito. But- the 13 targets, he goes seven for 83. Sounds good to me. Sounds yeah. Good to me. Yeah, I think I'm taking Deontay. I think I am too. And Twitter does not agree. And all of the chat, except for me and Shane, did not agree. But yeah. I like Deontay. I like the upside. You're talking dynasty. Yeah, I want, I mean, the, I I want guess... the 25, 26 year old, not the 27, 28, whatever, you know. Like, just give me that guy. Well, the thing is, he's not going to cost you that much. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, that's the other thing. Diggs. Clearly he's not because, I mean, people were just like, I want digs all day, every day. I'm in this, the Hogs League, the Angry Sports Couple League, the yeah. sleeper, sleeper League, and um, three orphans just got filled. Wow. And there are some big-time players on these orphans, and I'm just like trying to get, you know. Are they doing dispersal or no? No, no. They, I think two folks pieced and then somebody else pieced after they had kind of yeah, like DD, kind of like DDCL, where yeah, they just people left at different times. So you really and it, the team was filled before, you know, you can kind of organize any kind of dispersal. I'm about to put the heat on uh, the HQ one guys to get these spots filled so we can start so we can start trading in here because I want to know who's doing who's going to be in the dispersal so I know who I can trade with, etc. I'm trying now. I'm curious to see who has Deontay Johnson in this league. Hogs League. This Hogs League, yeah. I just traded. Well, I'll tell you the well, this, all right. We'll just I'll just get right into this deal I made in this league. Which side do you got? The 108, the 205, and a 23 second for CD Lamb. Okay. 12 team league, start 13. Yeah. 12 team league, start 13, 1.75 10 CD Lamb or the 108, 205. 23 second. I know CeeDee Lamb's stock is down. And for good reason. He shouldn't be like the runaway wide receiver three in in ADP. It's just that's unrealistic. But I think there's been an overcorrection where now we're like, you know, the the world is, you know, oh, he's a wide receiver two and I don't want anything to do with him. Whoa, 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 calm down, guys. The dude is good. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And he's fun to watch. And I think his ceiling is higher than what, what they showed this year. I think Dak is going to be somewhere between what he was this year and what he was for those first four games last year. There was no there was no way that was going to be repeatable. But at the same time, like 
He Dak was good this year. They didn't have like those huge explosive plays. And I expect more out of that next more out of them next year. CeeDee Lamb or AJ Brown? AJ Brown. Really? I'm going yeah. CeeDee Lamb. No, I'm going AJ Brown because I know well, he's gonna get I know he's gonna get a bulk of targets. Okay, so what side do you have? You have the picks or Lamb in that deal? I got CeeDee Lamb in that deal. Yes. I, I would rather have CeeDee Lamb than the 108, the 205, and the future second. Yeah, I was shocked um, that that was a counter. Uh, I was going after Lamb. Uh-huh. I think I sent him like the 108, 205, and Adam Troutman. I think it was. Something like that. Yeah. Which I felt was kind of a low ball offer and and this is guess this guy took over an orphan he, you know puts on his trawl the trade bait or whatever on the trade block and so i'm going after the guys he's got on the trade block because he's got cd lamb and derrick henry he's just like getting rid of these guys so i was like hell man I'll, let me get cd lamb on my team and uh, i was almost going to trade him aj brown for lamb straight up and i'm like let me just i'd rather have cd lamb way more than the 108 and the second yeah. round picks are just whatever, you know, when I can have a proven thousand yard receiver in a second year. Right. 120. What do you have? 120 targets last year or something like that? Yeah, 120. So that you you say that like that's a lot of targets. It's not that's not a ton of targets. But look at the production he's getting with those targets. And it's solid for sure. Yeah. It's a second year receiver. Yeah. That's with, that's why I'm not super concerned with it. I we know he has the athletic profile. We know he's actually good. You know, he's a great route runner, and, and he produces when he's targeted, et cetera. Mari Cooper going to be on the Cowboys next year? Yes, especially because Gallup is definitely oh, not. So Gallup's gone. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, th- I think the- C.D. Lamb, give me a- are you kidding me? I think he's probably in that wide receiver four, five, six range instead of wide receiver three, but people are like bumping him down to wide receiver nine and 10. And it's like, you know, pump the brakes. He he doesn't need to fall that far. I mean, we can realistically be like, okay, he's not, you know, he's not Justin Jefferson and and Jamar Chase, but he's still good. Yeah. I remember a few weeks ago, we were were on the subject of T Higgins or CD lamb. And we talked about adding a piece to Higgins to get. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Absolutely. All day. I like the pivot from CD to T if you could. Now, this is before Twitter, before, before it came became like the groupthink thing and, and everybody on Twitter was trying to do the exact same thing. Yeah. But when we were all talking about it in the HQ crew, it's like, all right, make that move easy. You know, pivot off and get a first or something. Because that's, that's legit what was happening is that you're pivoting from CD to T Higgins and getting a first on top. And it's like, I'm getting almost the exact same player and I'm getting a huge asset in addition. You want Waddle or CD Lamb? I want I want CD Lamb. Yeah. But I don't think well, I think Waddle's a top 12, top 13 guy. Like he's yeah, not He's the wide receiver 8 in this um, DLF well. ADP. Yeah, yeah. I have not actually gone through and put together my rankings cuz I've not done any startups or anything. you know it hasn't been one of those things. But can, can you guess the top five wide receivers in DLF ADP. Well, you got Chase and Jefferson. Right. You got A.J. Brown. Yep. Three. Okay. Two to go. Four, number four, number four. I just don't think it's C.D. I think it's C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb, wide receiver three. Oh, he's number three. A.J. Brown's four, right? Okay. Yeah, that's it. And that's then uh, I'm going to say Tyreek Hill. 
Yep. Jefferson, Chase, Lamb, Brown, Hill. And then you got Cup, Devontae, Waddle, wide receiver eight, DK, and Debo. Diggs at 11, T. Higgins at 12, and then Deontay Johnson at 13. Yeah, yeah, 13. You said Diggs at 11 and Deontay at 13? Diggs at 11, Deontay 13. Diggs, Higgins, Johnson. Yeah, interesting. Debo, just bam. My issue issue with Debo is that a lot of his production is coming on the ground, and I don't know how sustainable that is in the long run. He does take a beating. He does. And and that's why he was, that's why he had no value coming into the season because of his injuries. Yeah. Yeah. He was always good when he was, I mean, I made the, I, you know, I I touted it all year that I made the argument that Debo was better than Ayuk. I uh, stand by that still, obviously. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. Um, But Debo had 121 targets in 16 games. It's, It's like, it's fine. But what he did with those, I mean, he led the league in yards per reception with 18 yards a, a catch. Mm. I don't know that that's repeatable. You know, like I think there's going to be a, okay, back to earth a little bit. If he goes down to, say, 16 yards a game, which would still be higher than his first two years. But if he goes 16 yards, I mean, per reception, and he gets another 70, we'll give him 80 catches. He had 77 this year. 80 times 16, that's 1,280 yards instead of 1,400 right. So I think there's going to be some regression. I wonder if he gets the same kind of rushing usage. You know, 59 carries, he got 365 yards on the ground and eight touchdowns rushing. That's insanity. 14 total touchdowns, eight on the ground. So everyone's been shitting on running backs. There are only four running backs in the top 20. Okay, let's see here. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah. But it's a, it's a drop-off. It's a drop-off. Who comes after CMC? Who comes after CMC? Joe Mixon. Uh. <laughs> Who is it? Derek Henry? <laughs> nope. Javante. Oh, duh. I, I don't know why I didn't think about that. Yeah, Javante. Yeah, Derek Henry's RB13. With good reason. And that's still too yeah, high. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants Derek Henry. It's still too high. Yes. Uh, I mean, Henry or Akers? Uh, I don't know. I guess Akers because <laughs> I think I'm going to get more for I came, him. I came out bla- uh, guns blazing on that one. I should have uh, worked my way, way up to the Henry Akers. Yeah, but see, I, I'll tell you right now, I have Akers in this spot, and I'm probably going to be trying to sell him. Mm. I, I, everyone else has been super impressed by him on the field. I haven't. And then he gets banged up again the other day, separated shoulder. You know, Akers separated the shoulder? Yeah, he was able to come back, but you know that's the that's that was the sideline. Like, oh, look at that! I think he he separated his shoulder. You, you think know? it'd be good that I'm actually that I'm home and we not, haven't really left the house and I could just sit and. But with this with a baby, man, I'm like I'm missing some of this. Oh, some I know. Of this, right, some right. of the action. Yeah, you're a little distracted at the moment. You know? Yeah, my daughter will just come upstairs and just change the change the channel. I'm like, oh, I'm watching this. I'm watching the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. Cam Akers, I know he was decent the other night. Um, I think he got, he averaged like four yards a carry or something. No, 3.7. So he's got in his three games where he's played a bunch. I'm not worried about that five carry game. 3.2, 2.0, and 3.7 yards a carry. Who? For who? For Akers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, nah, I mean, uh, come on. Nah, it's nah, coming nah. on. We expect him to just come right in and be – 
You know, bust out a Superman cape? No, but I mean, they're already throwing him out there. So what point? Yeah, I know. You expect him to be game ready if he's ready to. But still, man, Achilles. I understand. I get that. I get that. And this is ridiculous. I hate even saying it. It just creeps me out. It's ridiculous he's even on the field. Right. But all I'm saying is I've not been as impressed as everybody else has. It's crazy that he's made the, the recovery and he's on the field. But his actual production on the field, eh, it's whatever. I guess I'm just tired of seeing CMC's name. Yeah. Kamara and Barkley. It's like the old guard at this point. You know, even like Mixon to a certain degree, but he's always been like hurt. And now What's he's funny is that Mixon and CMC are the same age. Yeah, yeah. they came out oh, they came out of the same draft. Yeah. And Cook, Dalvin Cook was in that one too. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I hate all these old people. Yeah, except Mixon, he's fine. That set me on my path in my my very first dynasty league. The Mike Evans trade, I traded Mike Evans for three first round picks, (laughs) and not knowing what I was doing, and they were just consecutive year picks. So to even tell you, I mean, that even further explains how I didn't know what I was doing. I traded Mike Evans for like a what, like a 2015, 2016, 2017 first. Yeah, I just had first for so I so always had. Two firsts baked in, and then yeah, and then I and I just hit a pay dirt by drafting Michael Thomas late and Dalvin Cook and Zeke. Yeah, when you hit on those draft picks that weren't like the one hundred and one, when it feels it feels a lot better when it's like the two hundred and two Michael Thomas. I'm so ready for him to fucking kick some ass this season. Oh, so now you're now you're gonna jump on the Michael Thomas train. I'm jumping on it, baby. I'm on Michael Thomas Thomas train. I've, I've been the conductor for like four months now, and you're like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't want anything to do with him. Now mm-hmm. you want all in, you son of a bitch. What do you call a deer that loves being out in the rain? <laughs> what? A reindeer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's a dad joke, like premium dad joke. I don't even know why I didn't get it. Like, I'm, I'm waiting for like the most ridiculous shit, and it's like, oh, a reindeer. Yeah. Give us one more. All right, one more. Over half the deer in Michigan has contracted COVID. More proof that not only has this disease cost a few bucks, but also a lot of dough. Jeez. (laughs) All right, let's keep the show moving. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, man. I didn't even pre-read it. I just read that. Larry's got the best 101 deer jokes and pulled up. (laughs) I didn't look up deer jokes. (laughs) Oh, uh, yes. Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe you can explain this one to me. Uh, last one. Last oh. one of the night. What's the number yeah. one cause for accidents? Oh, wait. As I butcher it. The number one cause for accidents in Georgia is deer, which is crazy to me since they can't drive. But I'm... <laughs> I still I don't get I don't get that. I have to, I have to think about this one. Really, Larry? The number one cause for accidents in Georgia is deer. Which is crazy because they can't drive. It's a play on them, like, you know, not actually being in the car. Right, because, you know, they're getting hit by cars. Bang. I will close out my deer joke. I I was expecting a few more through the rest of the evening. (laughs) So the people. I can tell. I can feel it right now. The people are like, man, I can't wait for the next Larry <laughs> do you uh, tell deer jokes like with your buddies <laughs> when no, you're, sitting up, you're sitting up in the uh in the tree no man <laughs> we, we, 
We good. We good. You don't come armed with uh, with a couple deer jokes. Shit. Now I think I might have to. <laughs> Golly. My buddy that I hunt on the, the property I hunt on. We hunted all weekend, and yesterday afternoon, uh, my my daughter was being a little brat. My wife was my pregnant wife wasn't feeling great. She was like, "I need you to come home," and I was like, "Fine." So I, I skipped my chicks, hunt. Man. Yeah, damn chicks. pregnant chicks. So I was like, "Okay, I'll come home and I'll help with." The little tyrant that we own that yes. lives in our house with us. Oh, yeah. You ain't seen nothing yet, by the way. I know. It's only getting worse and worse. And I wasn't supposed to go to go hunt this morning because my daughter's home from school. We thought she had an ear infection. She doesn't. All's well. And she can go back to school tomorrow. But so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to be stuck at home. And I told my wife, I said, I'm going to get up in the morning and go hunting till about 9 o'clock, if that's okay. Can you manage that? Because, you know, she works from home. And next thing I know, at 6.45, I'm shooting a deer. At 7.15, I'm shooting a deer. And I'm like, okay, I'm coming down and loading deer up. I'll, I'll be home in a little while. You got like a sausage maker? Like you got a grinder? that like? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. But I'll tell you, we went to this outdoor expo. And uh, shockingly, I got my very city, city-fied wife, my little city slicker wife, to go to this outdoor expo in August. And one of the local processors was there and had a sample of sausage. And so now I have to take probably 20 pounds of my meat to the to them and get sausage made. Oh. She, she said, Oh my gosh, I got to have some of that sausage. So Ooh, yeah. wait a minute. So now I got to give her another man's the, sausage. Thankfully, uh, I made the baby before she got somebody else's sausage. You, um, gave her the sausage first. You, <laughs> you crossed, you crossed this, you crossed that finish line. Yeah. That, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so where do you think another polarizing guy? How about Trevor Lawrence? Where do you think he lands these days? QB9. He is, I'll, I'll say where he is. Would you take Trevor Lawrence or Trey Lance? I'll take Trevor Lawrence still. Ooh. I guess you I guess you'll take Lawrence over Fields. Probably, yeah. They're all those three are basically the same tier for me. Hmm. What about Lawrence or Watson? I'll take Watson. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Lawrence or Tua? I'll take Lawrence. Mm. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence or Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson, easy. Easy. Okay. I think there's a lot less risk in hitting that elite level with Lamar. We already know he's there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so Trevor Lawrence is QB8. He's, he's 22 years old and... uh Dynasty ADP, 17th overall. Mid-second rounder. So Trevor Lawrence is at an all-time low. I'd be going after trying to get him and Deontay, right? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll be doing an auction startup later this offseason. Oh, really? That's, I've got one startup I want to do this year, and it's gonna I'm going to just reserve it for an auction spot. And I've got this list of like players that are being disrespected. Both of those guys are on the list, you know, Deshaun well, Watson. Better watch out, that might backfire on you too. What? How's that? Those disrespected players, you go all in on them. You know, you want to diversify a little bit, get some get some players that are respected. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, I always get the respect. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! I, mean, I never even shared this. You get all these players at value. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Why is Matthew Stafford behind Aaron Rodgers? Why is Matthew Stafford behind Russell Wilson? This is how they're being drafted. I just don't get it. Well, you got you got the age stuff. 
He's the same age as as uh, Russell Wilson. He's a so year older Russell Wilson. Okay, so Pat Mahomes is still the reigning QB one, unanimous. I guess they they get the this ADP for, from. I for wonder if that changes. Time. This is wait 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 wait. When was this? this is January two thousand twenty two. Kyler's still in front of Josh Allen. That's not that's not gonna hold. Josh Allen is jumping him, and maybe Josh Allen might end up QB one in February. Interested to see how that goes. I think Herbert jumps Kyler Murray, and that might be the cutoff. I had this conversation with a few people, and they said they would take Burrow over Kyler Murray. To me, that's fucking really? crazy. No, I wouldn't do that. Bad Kyler Burrow. Murray was better than good Burrow. Yeah. Burrow's in my top five, but he's the fifth fifth guy. Yeah. I, see, he's not for me, but it is what it is. This is where it gets interesting to me, Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence. I just don't know that Burrow is elite, but he's at least proven that he's you know, start, you know, a top he's got two guy. elite receivers to throw to. Yeah, but that, got, that shit doesn't got, mean anything, man. Got an elite running back. Again, that shit, all, he had all that shit this year and he still was, Dude, eh, whatever. Still led his team to a Super Bowl. He's coming off a torn ACL hey, in his hey, second talking, year. Larry, are we talking real football or fantasy football? Because in fantasy, Dude, football, didn't he throw for like 500 yards a few Larry. weeks ago? What? Yeah, he did. You're right. So you're gonna you're, well, like two, you're gonna do? in the fantasy playoffs, no less. What are you but, talking about? What's your? Yeah, argument? but I don't think. Okay, so here's the point: has if he does that in week two, does it count less or more than if he does it in week fifteen and sixteen? Like if he does it in week two and three, why? Do, like they don't choose when they blow up and go crazy. It just happens. It shouldn't. If you're putting more weight in the fact that it happened in week sixteen than if it happened in week, week seven, then you're doing things wrong because all you're doing is putting is putting recency bias on your on his stock and that's well, I know not, it's, it's he's going to be getting better trevor lawrence you can't be in a, a worse position if that team's in shambles they don't even have a head yeah. coach there's more risk in trevor lawrence but i think there's higher reward in trevor lawrence as well it's interesting i'd take like, burrow just because i would take the safety especially in superflex in a one qb i think i'd take trevor lawrence i like taking more risk at the quarterback position in one qb sure because it's easier to replace you know i want the ceiling yeah, because I don't believe that Burrow has the true fantasy ceiling. That I don't think you're getting Joe Burrow if you if you sent Trevor Lawrence. No, I don't believe so. I I don't think that. I, I think you'll get laughed out, like laughed out of the room. Right. You know? I don't think that anybody's trading Burrow for. I just think that it's interesting in theory, in game theory. Like, could I get Trevor Lawrence plus four Burrow if I had him? Absolutely, I could. Uh, more, I'm more inclined to go for Kyler Murray or you know Dak Prescott or something of that nature, hmm. than, or Lamar Jackson. Like I think you could get Burrow. I think you could trade Burrow for Lamar Jackson straight up, and a lot of people would say, "Yeah, you know, you would say, yeah, I would do that all day." I mean, look, I mean, look at the weapons that the Jaguars have. They don't have. Yeah, but I, I, we were talking about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. We've gone past that. I'm saying like I'd rather pivot to a better player rather than move down personally. Right. So I want to pivot up. And I want to pivot up on my perceived values versus the communities. And if the community is weighing Burrow so heavily, then I think I can move off of him into a player that is better right. for nothing. You know, I mean, people were saying Burrow over Kyler Murray, Burrow over Lamar Jackson. Please say that. Please go Should ahead. I do a Lawrence for Burrow and see if it works. I, mean, I have Lawrence in the in the Warzone League. The I have Jamar Chase. I'd have that stack. Stack. It's the it. worst time in the world to try and trade for Joe Burrow. Yeah. Because yeah. all right, so here's the thing: had people been setting lineups in these playoffs, the the Flames would have would have died on Joe Burrow. They would have gotten 17, 13, and twenty one points. 
Like it just would have been, man, eh, whatever. You know, that's why I like the argument of uh, Burrow and Herbert. This is what I've made. I've made this argument in a few places this this past week, is or this past weekend really. Is uh, people are like, oh, I'll take Herbert or I'll take Burrow over Herbert. It's like, wait a minute. Herbert averaged twenty three points a game this year. Average. Mm. Burrow had three games with twenty three points or more. That's it. Just three out of sixteen games. Mm-hmm. So give me the guy who's scoring more than the ceiling of of the other guy, basically. I mean, whatever. Easy. Do you think anyone's going to be ever good on the Giants with this Brian Dayball hire? I want to know what who they draft to the next table? year. They're not – I mean, they're talking about safe, uh, sticking it out with Danny, Danny Dimes. I think what they're doing is that they're going to ride – well, first of all, they could draft a quarterback and just they could be playing the whole, you know – we're this is our guy kind of thing and still looking they could absolutely be doing that yeah but they could yeah. also be going okay we're gonna ride this out and, and get one of these studs in 2023 because clearly the class is better next year right i don't feel great about the giants but it's mostly because they have huge personnel issues like right. they don't have talent anywhere they don't have talent on the offensive line right they don't have talent at running back because saquon is beat up and not the same dude they certainly don't have talent at wide receiver Kenny Galladay is their best receiver, and that's a joke. He got a mail. He made a lot of money and sure didn't did. score a touchdown. Him and Tony. That's that was yeah. the that was a running joke around here that uh, Galladay and Tony, their big free agent acquisition and their number one draft pick wide receiver, neither of them scored a touchdown. Well, it's hard to score touchdowns when your quarterback throws ten of them. <laughs> You're not going to get a whole lot of opportunity there. But, yeah, and Evan Ingram is, is is garbage. He's a free agent, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he is. I don't know. Probably he's been around a while. He yeah. has been. He's just been abysmal. His hands of stone. Just um, can't catch anything. Who knows if he'll, you know, latch on somewhere else? But I don't know. I was still, I'm trying to get. So yeah, man, I tried to get Salito last minute just because we had a little banter today uh on twitter yeah and he couldn't make it but uh we're gonna get him on but he wanted uh i want i I wanted to hear his take on the raiders josh mcdaniels about josh mcdaniels in the race is he gonna come in and just it's just gonna be the same like a mushy mix of of josh jacobs and drake and like every running back like the way the the pats run their offense is gonna be something like that are we gonna see like a fantasy unfriendly environment because of McDaniels. Or he's not. a brilliant offensive mind. We're going to see some fireworks. What do you think? I hope not. That's all I can say. I hope not. Okay. Um, I got Jacobs in a couple spots. Um, I got Waller. And, you know, oh, they they like their tight ends in New England, so maybe they'll like their tight end. in, in Waller and, and Foster Moreau. Nice stuff. Yeah, so, so Darren Waller. Is a is, is a really nice tight end. We don't need to mention the other guy. Uh, what what do you talk about Foster Moreau? Tell you what, if if you want a, if you want a tight end three, go get go get Foster Moreau. That's good. Foster Moreau. I mean, he's tight end thirty seven in DLF ADP. You can get him in the. Ooh. And for good reason, he's not good. Is it like the two hundred and thirty something pick? He was the twenty fifth tight end this year in fantasy 25th larry so i i like oj howard and he's tight end 30 right now he's an old he's an out there gerald everett i don't understand why gerald everett is so why why would he be tight end 27 i don't understand this 
because he was actually productive on a relatively on a relative basis. But you're yeah. not taking I'm taking Gerald Everett over John o. Smith, Noah Gray. Like Noah what, Gray's. Oh, oh, you're saying why is he so low? I'm sorry. I'm lo- okay. So I'm looking at the January 2022 Superflex Dynasty ADP yeah, yeah. for tight ends. You're saying why is Gerald Everett so low? Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I thought you were saying why is he whatever. You take him over Hunter Henry? No. Oh, who'd you say? Noah Gray. Wait, Noah Gray is somewhere in that even discussion. It's 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 bizarre because Robert Tanya's not is is tight end twenty three. Logan Thomas is tight end twenty. One, two, three, four, five. That's not even I can't even ask you because it's a piece of cake. Let's see if you can name let's see if we can nail the top five in tight end. The top five? Yeah. Okay. Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey. Uh, oh. Oh, George Kittle than Travis yep, Kelsey, probably. Yep, yep, yep. And then Waller. Is it Waller? So, yeah. Yeah. Then we got Goddard. No, Goddard. Hawk. Dalton and your boy, your boy Schultz. coming in, tied in eight. No, no, no. Uh, Fryermuth, tied in eight. Oh yeah, I actually think I knew Fryermuth at eight because I think I heard him locked on. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah Noah, yeah. Noah Fant holding strong, and then we got is Noah Fant in front of Dalton Schultz? Love yes. to see it though. That's a the perennially disrespected guy right there. Is Dalton Schultz? Noah Gray had sixteen fucking points this year in fantasy. Why the hell is he even being ranked? The tight end 76. This is so dumb. I mean, this is how people are are choosing tight ends. I think I want Cole Komet over Gronk. Yeah, Gronk. I think Gronk retires. But again, this was done a few weeks ago before people thought that Brady was retiring and that Gronk would probably go the same route. I, I don't get the love with Brevin Jordan. I don't get the love for Logan Thomas. Not that he's getting a whole lot of love. Why is Tyler Higby in here this high? Tight end 14. Yeah, you gotta you gotta just dump that. There's no upside. There was upside for that four game stretch or six game stretch or whatever it was mm-hmm. three years ago. What's the word on CJ Uzoma? Did he a sprained MCL? Oh, okay. He said something about be, trying to be ready, and I was like, man, I thought he was toast. So, interesting. I would rather have Zach Ertz than Irv Smith Jr. Zach Ertz is 17, and Irv Smith is 15. Irv Smith is 15. You'd rather have who? Zach Ertz. Two spots. Ertz down. over Irv Smith, huh? Yeah, absolutely. At least I got. At least I know Ertz is actually going to be playing. Is he? Is he that wasn't a rental for Arizona. Is he sticking oh, it around? Could, it totally could possibly be, hmm. but I think he's still got a couple of years of relevance. I know you like Irv Smith, but I'm not sure that he's ever relevant. I've started to uh, shop him around. So how do you like Dalton Schultz, tight end eleven? I think that he's too low. But then I'm looking at him like, man, I don't know. Like Dawson Knox, that seems about right. You know, uh, Noah Fant. I'd probably bump Noah Fant down. But then you. I mean, does Fryermuth have that much upside that he's deserving of the tight end eight? No, it's all hype. Yeah, it's all hype. I would trade Fryermuth for Schultz plus or Knox plus in a heartbeat. Hmm. And based on this, you might be able to. It's funny how Gasecki used to be a riser, and now he looks like he's just a faller, tight end 12. He had a rough second half of the year. What was it? Uh, I'm just going to pull this up and go week 10 through 18, just out of an arbitrary number here. Gasecki was tight in 18 during that period, 6.8 points a game. The second half of the season was rough. Let's see. I'm just going to plug in like weeks one through nine. He was tight in three through week nine. Kyle Pitts, tight end one, 23rd overall. 23rd pick. I'm curious in a real startup if I would take Mark Andrews or Kyle Pitts because Mark Andrews is what 25 and just put up an an, an elite 
elite year. Yeah, 25 years old, man. And you can get him with the 34th pick. A full round later, basically. Yeah. Yeah. hmm. Where you can get, instead of Pitts, you could take a Javante Williams or a Cooper Cup or a Jalen Waddell. Yeah, because on the other end, when you take Kyle Pitts and you come back around, you're looking at Stephon Diggs and Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb. So Yeah, and Eckler, who... Yeah. I don't know why Eckler's the RB10. He's you know, on the wrong side of 26. Because we have a problem where we don't have a bunch of young RBs right now, not healthy mm-hmm. ones that have produced. You know, yeah. you got you got Dobbins out there, Acres out there, a yep. bunch You're of guys right. that haven't you know that haven't produced yet. Yep. Not yeah. not on the level that we want to be, you know, that makes you think, okay, they're gonna be elite. All these per- all these players getting hurt. So I mean, you're talking Deontay, Deontay Johnson. I mean, there's he's no slouch in the ADP. He's wide receiver 13. He's just right, 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 right next to T. Higgins and DJ Moore. He's uh, sandwiched. Yeah, I'll take him over DJ Moore easily. Yeah, there's, easily. A, there's a bit of a drop off between Deontay and Moore, the wide the wide receiver 13 and wide receiver 14. Deontay is coming into the you seven spot. You got seven spots overall yep. versus just a couple between a 12 and 13. So maybe it's a little tier break there. Yeah, and then, you taking, and then there's a, you taking T. Higgins or Deontay Johnson. Um, I think I'm taking Deontay over T, just I, because I, of Jamar Chase. Yeah, right. Deontay the alpha, and it's a pretty good, pretty big gap from Stefan Diggs down to Deontay Johnson. There is. Yeah. I was gonna tell. I was gonna mention that. Yeah, there's a. It's a wide receiver eleven to thirty fourth. Oh wait, yeah, thirty four to forty four, and yeah. overall ADP. Yeah. Interesting. Even though they're only separated by two spots on the wide receiver rankings, they're 10 spots apart. A whole round almost. Uh-huh. Almost, yeah. It's fun to look at when you start to look at like positional ADP and then you start plugging them into the overall ADP and you mm-hmm. see where the tier break is. And it's, the public makes it clear what the tier break is based on how many players are between. You know, like when you have 10 players between a couple spots, like, all right, or with their back-to-back in ADP, it's an entirely different story. So what do you think of this? You have – well, let me just click on the running backs. Yeah. So real real quick, real quick, we got Aaron Jones at RB20. Yeah. AJ Dillon at RB23. Right on his heels. He's – uh. It seems about right. About uh, nine picks later. 69, 76. No, seven picks later. Yeah, get Jones and, and Dylan going seven picks later. It seems about right because you have the age reset, and Dylan did get a lot of work late in the season. I wonder if that was because of the injury to Aaron Jones. Yeah. And if Dylan just stayed on the field more because of that. 27 year old Aaron Jones versus the 23 year old Dylan. Yeah. Basically, we'll call him 24. He's about there. And Miles Sanders, RB25. Man, he's fallen. No one can. No one likes him. Miles Sanders or Michael Carter? Uh, I still want Miles Sanders. I think he's just a better player. Miles Sanders or CEH? Uh, give me CEH. But man, this usage with McKinnon yesterday was rough. I love how Jared McKinnon's just like, what do you get in a time machine? And he's in the show, Damian, up at, show up in the playoffs. <laughs> he's in the, the Damian Williams role. He's like, give me number one, and now I'm and I'm going to be the lead back. Thank <laughs> like, you. It's just, I can't make it up. He was, he was the hot free agent when he left Minnesota. He was the, a sought after free agent running back. And Kyle Shanahan signed him in uh, San Francisco, where he just 
just injury after injury just yeah. ridiculous like it tours acl and like the priests in the uh in, in mini camp and or something like that yeah there was there was a time when uh when jared mckinnon was was the shit really isn't any, any other surprises in the adp james poor james robinson rb36 Devin singletary's too low at rb32 oh yeah would you take Devin singletary or ramondre stevenson I think I might go Ramondre Steven season over Singletary. Okay, well, if you're doing that, then are you taking Devin Singletary or Damian Harris? Singletary. Okay, so you're just down on Harris. Uh, yeah, he's a touchdown dependent guy. Was he this short, year? Short, short. Yes, this year he was pretty good. I, hold on, because I just I remember seeing it and being surprised that he was where he was. Uh, Damian Harris finished as the RB fourteen this year. Yeah, take away the touchdowns. He had fourteen touchdowns. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had 892 yards. Touchdowns. 15 touchdowns, actually. Oh, uh, did he? 15? Oh, yeah, because they didn't count week 18. And I, I look, I, I'm not on. A, I'm not on a stats site. I'm on uh, just All NFL. Right. That's the other thing I don't. I don't agree with. Is when people only use like weeks. It used to be weeks uh, one through 16, and they would ignore 17. Yeah. So the NFL doesn't just. The NFL plays week 18, just like we, you know, yeah. When you're league. looking at stats the following season, they're probably including the whole season stats, not just the fantasy season, right? Damian Harris, he had some good games, and he, and he was rock solid in the fantasy playoffs, yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, I mean, he was great, he got hurt, but um, yeah, he was. I mean, are they gonna, is he gonna keep scoring those touchdowns? He had a number of 100 yard games, one, two, three, four, five. 15 touchdowns is a shit ton, though. You're right. That's yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot. If that regresses to like eight, you take away. Uh, he doesn't catch the ball either. 14 catches. If you take away 42 points of his, all of a sudden he goes from uh, RB14 down to, let's see here, RB26. Hmm. So that's that's pretty significant. If he goes to a a respectable eight instead of a ridiculous 15. That's interesting. Well, you minus the touchdowns away from this point total. 68 points, and he's right above Eli Mitchell at 165. And Eli mm-hmm. 15, Elijah only played 12 games. So he'd cool. be behind Miles Gaskin if he, had, if he had scored eight touchdowns instead of 15. Miles right. and Gaskin. So, you know, interesting. All right. A little, uh, little ADP analysis. Before we uh, start to get into the new guys. We should focus next week on that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's wrap things up. I got a hard stop. I got to start doing my, my daddy business. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You got any more jokes for the uh, for the ladies and gentlemen out there to fawn over? Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, Deer Hunter got his hands and knees to take a closer look at some tracks. That's when he got hit by the train. two deer hunters met in the woods the first one said to the other boy am i glad to see you i've been lost for hours the second deer hunter said that's nothing i've been lost for a week hey hey. all right baby let's turn it up turn it out let's get the fuck out of here thanks for listening to the dynasty hot sauce podcast Roger, talking dynasty football, baby.